welcome, welcome. We are back on the NFL DraftKings. This is week two. And I'll tell you what, we got to stay on the bell because we got plenty of fun tonight. Tony, it's Dave, it's it's Joel, Joel's special guest, and obviously, as always, Jason. Listen, man, last was my first week. Before we get into this, obviously, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe. Um, sorry if my I sound a little congested, just getting over COVID. So uh, I had a rough week. It was a terrible football week, in my opinion. Um, I didn't win anything. Uh, I finished last, which whatever. It is what it is. Um, but Dave, you finished first, but I will say this before we even get into it. I had two of the biggest value picks of the draft. So I, I have made my name as being the value guy and taking that, that stud, that, that, that low diamond in the rough. So I, I stuck on brand, Dave. I just, I stuck on brand and did what I do best. You do do that well, but what are you giving yourself credit for a second one? I got you one. I got you Zay Flowers. Who's your second? Dude, what about my defense? Everybody, when I took the Colts, what about the defense? Everybody was so obsessed with taking Washington, right? So obsessed with taking Washington. I took the Colts. I I agree, but they finished the same point value, 11 points. Yeah, but how much difference in money? Oh, no, the Washington was cheaper. Cheaper, How was that Washington cheaper? Because pricing by drafting. Weren't they 2,800? Colts was 3,400. 3, I never 20. had 3,400. <laughs> that's what DraftKings had. <laughs> that's what they had. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm that's 3,400. No this way, week. dude. Sorry, There's no, no way it was 3,400. No, they were, they were, they were 28 as well last week. Okay. Because somebody's, somebody's, sure. Wait, me wait, right hold on. Now you got me worried. Should, like, should somebody else be keeping score? Yeah, it's not, I'm already right? getting screwed <laughs> here. Who the, who Maybe I'm winning every week. I don't even know. It's Dave's bad math. So there's no bad math. I beat you guys by a landslide. So if you want me to start pounding, Jimmy's asking the question, where did the audience finish? Wait a minute. Can I just, real fast, and Dave, I'll give you your flowers, bro, but I will say this. You know, full transparency. I'm having some fun, man. Like, I ain't like you guys crunching numbers all fucking day at work and trying to figure out the best lineup and how can I win. Dude, I'm having fun, man. Having fun with the audience. I'm having fun engaging. So guess what? I'm not worried about a 50-point landslide win. That's ki- ki- Listen, congratulations, man. But I have fun, and we're going to have fun again. But, Dave, we, I will give you your flowers, man, even though we are, it has that We flowers. are going to have fun. Um, last week, Jimmy, the audience did finish fourth. Uh, first was me with 159 points. Then Jason with 120. Tony, 106. Audience, 102. I just highlight a few from last week. My best play was 2-2 Atwell at the minimum receiver range. 10th highest wide receiver, almost a 7x value. Jason, your best was Tyree Kill, obviously. I mean, the best receiver on that the was slate. Tough. It wasn't tough, but it was tough still pick a great there. It was my pick. first pick. It was my first pick. I actually went out there and got him first. So it's not like he was just laying around. Come on. Six, six X value. Tony Zay Flowers, like, like we said, it was Baltimore's top receiver, which was, you know, kind of a diamond in the rough. And four and a half X value, which you always like, you know, 4K receiver getting over 17 points, put up the red flames. And then last, the audience, that might have been part of you, Jimmy. Aaron Jones was their best pick. Um, wearing the Packers pride tonight, getting 26.7, third highest RB on the slate last week. So our audience did really well with Aaron Jones. So um, good picks last week. And uh, I'm excited to see where we go this week, especially bringing a veteran back in like Joel. Joel, uh, what what you feel about the first uh, NFL draft half of the season? You were with us last year a bunch of times. How do you feel about this week? You feeling a little uh, courageous? And second of all, second question, 40 to nothing, huh? That that hurt a little bit, man. That was a a tough, tough loss, man. That was tough. The Giants are tied with the Chiefs so far this year, which – 
you know, I don't love, but I think uh, I think we'll get there. I think, you know, the Chiefs at the Jaguars this week. We got Arizona, so I actually like our chances of getting ahead of the Chiefs this week. So not a great start to 40 nothing, but like I said, it's one week. You get the same one record game. as the defending champions, and uh, we got the Cardinals this week. So let's not hit the panic button too soon. And I'll even add this in there. As ugly as it was, you know, we were playing DFS. That's what this show's about. You can't look at that and have and be, be excited or think anything good about it. No one's going to want to play any Giants players. They're going into a cupcake matchup this week. The ownership should probably be down. This is the sneaky spot to go back and say, listen, they're not the worst team in the NFL. They looked really bad. The wheels came off early. They couldn't recover. This is a good bounce back spot where people are going to be down on them. It's a good week to play some Giants. Look, I predicted these Giants, like, maybe by week 10, you know which wide receiver is their actual number one or number two. That's how bad that wide receiver core is. I don't know, man. I like Saquon a lot. I think Saquon's in a smash file, like you said. So that one I can I can roll with. But outside of that, I don't know about the Giants. Um, Jets had a rough week, too. That's probably, like, the most ridiculous start to a season for a team that got so hyped. 9-11, Rodgers runs out, and then, you know, Torn Achilles on the fourth or fifth play. It's just, just bonkers, man. Really crazy how that thing works out. But had a pretty good week. You guys don't ask about my week. Somehow finished 37th in the Millie. Um, wow. 3.1 million people. So got in there with some of your plays. Eric Jones on that lineup. Ayuk was on that lineup. Tyreek was on that lineup. Zay Flowers on that lineup. Tua was on that lineup. It was really there. It was a, a bad late swap to get likely in with the Andrews news. He was in that lineup at 1.8. If I kept Hayden Hurst, who I had in earlier in one of these lineups, um, could have been like a 200K swing to go up to second place. And that lineup probably would have won a ton of other tournaments if I entered it, obviously, in the right tournament. So a lot of selection. Um, you know, you never know when those good weeks are going to happen. Sometimes if you press the button on week one, that, that lineup could have been worth a lot more. But $2,000, got a little bankroll boost for week one. So feeling good about that. Um, Jimmy, you know. Big day at 150. Keep it going. Uh, John Love hit for the back-to-back nights for $2,000 in MLB and in Showdown, I believe, as well. So he's been doing good. So looking forward to week two, man. I think it's a pretty you know, nice week to look at. So, Dave, whenever you're ready, man, let's get this thing cooking. Hold on, yeah, hold on, just... hold on. Okay, go yeah. ahead, Dave. What do you got? Because I, I got something I, just, I got to open. So. I'll pass it to you. I am wearing – you said the magic word. It was a little <laughs> commiseration – on Monday night for you Jets fans out there. And I feel bad for you. I'm wearing the 12 Stars, tonight. Man. You know, there's Crazy. just no way that you should lose that guy. It, it, the Jets are cursed. I'm convinced. You know, I think we're all convinced. But um, I'm going to wear this for good luck tonight because I'm going to come out of the darkness tonight and see the light and come in on the other side and but, win another one. So, Tone, it's over to you. All right. So, I, I and Dave, you're going to like this one. Okay? This, <laughs> this is You're going to like this one because – for those you don't know, I got the nickname Jigsaw for kind of being in front and being up in your face and calling people out. And I kind of went away from that a little bit. I'm back, man. You know, because people are fucking pissing me off, okay? And I'm going to call this dude out, okay? <laughs> Dave, you're going to like this. Frank Amarante, okay? He writes for the gameday.com, all right? And and Mr. Frank was the, the first person to come out, okay? National guy, you know, does all this work wants to say that me and Dave are clowns 
because we're on series saying Kenny Gainwell is the start running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. We don't know what we're talking about, right? The guys that live in Philadelphia that cover the fucking team don't know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> so let me just tell you something, Frank. Let me just tell you something. If you wouldn't know, see, I didn't even blast that much through the comments. So I'm going to give you numbers, bro. Okay, because in training camp, that my boy James Seltzer on WIP for throwing his stats out there today, saying that Kenny Gainwell got 31% of all the snaps as the starting running back with the first team in training camp. Guess how much Devontae or De- DeAndre Swift got? 4%. Guess how much Rashad Penny got? 5%. The same guy who was inactive and a healthy scratch. So before we start, this is just a word of the wise that everybody that's on WindaleSports.com, do me a favor. Follow the people that actually live in the town and cover the team and not these people that want to pull up these numbers because they think they know. So that's my – listen, that's my soapbox today. Okay, there's going to be more of it, Dave. But I, I was so happy when I saw Kenny Gainwell as the start running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. I know you were too. I took him in every draft. I told people. I and, love and, it. Then, and then this guy wanted clowns. Rashad Penny who got deactivated. Got yeah, deactivated. Clowns. So, but here's clowns. the – I'll pump the brakes real fast because now Kenny Gainwell's out tomorrow. So now all of a sudden they're going to tell you. <laughs> I was like, going oh, yeah. to say, yeah. like, like yeah. Tony was – Dave, I told him his rant and my, fr- my other friend from Philly, I don't know why I have all these friends from Philly, he's like the number on Boston Scott is too low for a touchdown prop on Thursday because Gainwell is probably out. So it was plus 600 on MGM, and it was like plus – 250 to 350 everywhere else. I popped it for a couple bucks last night while he texted me. I'm, like, I'm going to trust this guy. Why not? He li- he lives in Philly. He knows Philly. Yep. He's saying game will probably going to be out. So I took the numbers. MGM got it back down to 250, 275 now. So plus 600. Take the value where you can get it. Dave, man, you, I'm coming for you this week. So just be careful. I'm coming for All you. All right. Well, let's, Joel, remind me the winner gets to pick where they draft or they pick for everyone else. Previous week winner picks their spot. All right, I'll I'll pick. Um, I'm gonna take four this week. I'm gonna drop back. Oh, who goes scoop. next? I, I get to pick my spot next. You were then. second. That... Yep. Uh, just to make it easy, I'll I'll take the first pick again. Let's do this. Keep putting me in the first spot, Dave. I know you like to do that. All right, and then Tony, you got two or three. Uh, I, you know what? I'll go three. All right, Joel, you got the two, so lead us off, Jay. I will go. Let's get this thing cooking first. Let me get this thing up. I think that's it. I will go with the first pick of the draft cast. Really want a couple of these guys, but I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs. Uh, Hopefully he's Tyreek like he was last week um, for me. Look, he got 13 targets. Versus a very, 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 very tough Jets defense. Still got 102 yards. Josh Allen played kind of bad, but it's a Jets defense again. Caught 10 balls, 102. Everybody else kind of quiet on that Buffalo team. I love the matchup against the Raiders here. I think it should be one of the higher scoring games. Josh Allen has to bounce back, and he's going to bounce back through Diggs. So give me Diggs. Top dog. For me, it's the first guy I want to punch in, kind of like Tyreek last week, and, you know, hopefully pan out. Love it. Love it. All right, we'll move over to you, Joel. All right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a guy in the matchup of the week, in my opinion, for DFS purposes. That's Ridley. Uh, He's been off for a year. He looked unreal in week one. They're going to be what looks like to be a shootout with the Chiefs this week. 
I still think he's underpriced. I think you fast forward four or five weeks from now, Ridley's going to be a top five or four price receiver every week. I think he's they're just going to go to him. They're going to feature him. He's going to get a lot of looks, and he looks explosive. So at 7,200 in the matchup of the week, I think you're getting a good price here too. Love it. First guy, take it off my lineup already. Thank you, Joe. Way to do it, man. Audience was doing it to me all last week. So I made a mock that's going to be just obliterated by the time my picks come back to me. But uh, I think it's you, Tone. Man, Joel just stole my thunder, man. I should have went number two. I should have <laughs> went number two. That's all I got to say. I should have went number two, right? That's okay. It, it is what it is. It, you know, th- this happens, right? This happens. This is, I'll tell you what, man. I want to I, I want to do something, but I'm not going to do it yet. Because I, I, I have something up my sleeve, and, and I can't do it yet because, I, you know, it is what it is. But I, I'll go to the other end. You know, since Joel took my guy, um, I'm going to drop down to the next matchup that I really like this week. And I'm going to take DK Metcalf. Um, I think at 7,000 this week against Detroit, listen, I, I think in indoors, I know Gino wasn't fantastic last week, but listen, he still looked at DK. He's the one who got the red zone touchdown. He's the one who got the red zone looks. He looked kind of more polished than he was last year. So um, against Detroit, I think that's going to be a back and forth kind of game. Uh, so give me DK Metcalf to start. I love it. Great pick. And I, I tell you what, um, that's the game I want to get in. Last year, 93 points scored in that game. They played each other last year, 48-45. The year before that, played each other, scored 80 points. Um, I don't know how either of these teams <laughs> end up under 60, it feels like, anymore. I do love the KC Jacksonville game. I And, you know, that that Raiders-Bills game will get some value. But I'm, I'm with Tony. I'm going to live in that game. I'm going to go Jared Goff and Amonra St. Brown right off Ooh. the top. Um, Goff, Goff threw four touchdowns in this game last year. Um I saw enough out of game one of how much of Monroe has relied on. Let me go with those two to start. No, I like that. that basically, just so you guys know, I was had had all your picks uh, pretty much going. Ridley I wanted. Um, DK was the bounce back off that. I really wanted Amara. That's a guy I was going to think about taking first. So, solid picks all around, man. I like it. Um, that's going to have to make me pivot, you know, off of – the high price wide receivers. I do think it's a week where my initial build, I would love to find a way to get Amara, Diggs, and Ridley in as the top three wide receivers. I think you can go cheap at running back. There's a couple of different spots, but since you guys kind of stole my thunder there, I'm going to hey, go with I want to pause. Say it's Tony's it's pick. Tony? It's Tony's pick. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Before you start to say people stole your picks while you're jumping. Yeah, again. I thought it was mine. I thought you went last and it came back to me, but yeah, yeah wait, what happened? Down. Yeah, how's it go? How I'm confused. You're I three, messed up, so yeah. You're three, Tony. It wraps. It's a wheel. Yeah, my bad. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, three, yeah. and then Joel goes two and one. Yeah. I'm I'm confused. I'm sorry, man. No, you're I, good. I'm saving you from him telling you you stole. That's all right. That's all right. It's okay. I, like he was saying. Listen, though, he was saying everything that I'm thinking, right? Like he was okay. saying everything that I'm thinking. So that's cool. Buy you some time, Tony. That's fine. That's fine. Um, it, it's I'm actually this is crazy, but you know, again, I, I'm a little different than everybody, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mike Evans. Um, I like. Listen, I think Chicago's defense stinks. Um, and I understand Tampa Bay, you know, didn't look fantastic. Uh, but one, one thing was evident to me. 
And that was Mike Evans is going to be looked to early and often uh, from Baker Mayfield. So, um, you know, he scored last week, 666 at TD, I think he had. Uh, so I, I expect the same kind of output, maybe double touchdowns this week with multiple red zone opportunities. Listen, if, if Dobbs can do it in Green Bay with, with Mr. Love, then I, I think Mike Evans could do it as well. I like it. I mean, he had it. Bears are terrible. I think we all know that, and I think the the thought of them winning eight nine games still like confuses the hell out of me that everybody was saying that. So I think you're right, and, and the big reason is that defense. So over to you, Joel. All right. So a lot of my strategy is to find defenses that are funnel defenses, right? So a team that's really good against the run, I want to get receivers so that they're you know if they're going to stop the run, the team's going to have to throw. A team that's really good against the run is the Tennessee Titans. So I'm going to go with Keenan Allen here. I think, you know, while everyone saw the Chargers run the ball really well last week against Miami, I think they're going to have a harder time this week against the Titans. The Titans really shut down New Orleans last week. They're going to have to go to the air, and the guy Herbert loves to go to most is Keenan Allen at 7100 I think it's a pretty fair price. I guess it's my turn. Uh, good picks all around again. I like Keenan, another guy that I'm targeting. That game should be going through there. Like Mike Williams as well. I think both of them could kind of pan out. Um, you guys are making me kind of pivot off. Of you can games. have two. Yeah, I got two. two. So I'm gonna yeah. do the same thing you did, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stack a game without a quarterback. I'm gonna go with Zay Flowers first. Dude is just you know comes right into the the league and, and cutting people up, being highly involved, and I think. With the injury to, you know, to Dobbins here, Zay gets even more involved in this game in an up pace against Cincinnati. So I'm going to go with Zay Flowers, 5000 His price tag is probably going to start creeping up to like 6500 7000 in a couple weeks. So get the discount now. And I'm going to run it back. It's not a guy that I was like in love with before the draft. He's going to be a guy that I'm going to have in my player pool. But for stack purposes, I'm going to go with T. Higgins. Fits the mold. I don't really see myself affording Chase. Obviously, Chase is, you know, the top dog there. But eight targets, no catches. Burrow had his worst game pretty much as a in his career against Cleveland. So I think this game has, you know, I don't, I don't even know if I'm going to call it sneaky shootout potential. It's not the top game I'm looking at. But I think it has a lot. I get two discounted guys. And I got a little game stack going. Love it. Good picks. I, I told you about Zay Flowers last week. So that's over to Joel. Well, let me add while we're while we're giving out while we're giving out flowers, Jay. If you recall, we were on the radio a couple of weeks ago. My bets of the year were all on Zay Flowers, and after one week, I'm feeling good about that. So, um, I will, and I was going to take Zay Flowers here. I do find it interesting, and for people who are using this to build lineups, every pick in the draft so far has been a receiver. So you can tell who we're valuing this week for fantasy purposes. We obviously value the receiver position. I'm going to change that right now. I'm going to take a running back here. Um, I'm going to take Kenneth Walker. Uh, I agree. I think that's a really good game script. That's the game you want to be in. You already took DK Metcalf. I think the next guy in that game I want is Kenneth Walker. I think they've underpriced him this week. At 5.8, yeah. that is a super low price tag for him. And the biggest thing that stands out to me about Walker is he's typically a mainly a run-it-down-your-throat type guy. They threw him five times last week. If he's going to be getting five or five, six targets a week as well as his rushing upside, that's a whole new ceiling for him. Yeah, guys, just to tell you, I'm never putting out my cheat sheet before the draft cast ever again because I feel like you guys are just looking at my cheat sheet on the site right now. Kind of messed up. Kind of messed up, Joe. All right, Tony, it's over to you. I'm Listen, just for the record, I, I've never 
looked at your cheat sheet, Jay. So I believe you. I actually believe you, bro. I'll just out there, man. I'll just hey, it is what it is. I, I live, do. I live on the edge, bro. It is what it is. Okay. I live on the edge. Uh, I got somebody's gotta have some fun on this show, man. Like somebody's gotta have some fun. Um, listen, I again, I'm I'm gonna get different, and I, you know, I know you guys make a lot of good points, and I, I'm a lot of the ways I look at this is. I'll be honest with you. And, and it, it could be the, I don't win a hundred thousand dollars like Joel and I don't win thousands of dollars every week, but I do win some, some cash and I, I do like it and it is fun. Uh, but I look at what my eyes tell me. And one thing that my eyes tell me, okay, is that James Cook again is an absolute stud for the Buffalo Bills. Um, we knew this coming in. There's no competition for carries whatsoever. We, we, we knew he was going to be the lead dog, and he continues to be the lead dog. Uh, for me, for 6,100 uh, against Vegas at home, listen, he got six targets last week. Uh, he had 12 carries. Uh, it you know, wasn't great, but, he, you know, he was good in, in space, uh, which I really like, and I think they're going to lean on him a little more, seeing that Allen threw the three picks, and I, I think they'll run a little more this week, which will lean heavily into James Cook, so give me in. Can I say it? You stole a pick from me. I love James Cook, 60% of the touches, but he just looks like the guy, right? You can see it. I test is the perfect way to explain it. He just looks like the guy versus soft graders defense. Great pick. He'll be in a lot of my uh, lineups this week. But another guy that – I'll be honest. I wasn't like, hey, this guy's going to be great this year in, in season-long fantasy football. But he got 80% of the touches in week one and gets to face the Chiefs. That's Travis Etienne. I can't – you know, for now um, – yeah, okay. Um, you know, he might not have got some of the goal line carries, but he got a ton of points, especially late in the game. Uh, I like Travis Etienne this week, especially versus that soft Chiefs defense. We saw David Montgomery have a good game in week one. And I he's still fairly priced. 6900 I think, is a very fair price for him. Oh, I got to put the name. I got to add Junior to it. Sorry, guys. This is uh, – <laughs> Oh, there we go. All right. This is how he gets the cheat code, and he just he just lowered the the price tag at ETM by like a thousand dollars now. Yeah, like that thirty four hundred dollars defense. I had <laughs> yeah, well, I got to think about this one. Um, I was really going double running backs there, but if we're gonna get back in one of these games, and uh, hmm, you guys got me uh, stumped for a minute here. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go Cowboys defense. I'm gonna pay up a little bit this week. But with Zach Wilson, good luck. I thought wow. that's my analysis. Can't be any worse than Daniel Jones, right? Oh, I've told you for <laughs> years he sucks. But uh, yeah, no, you Daniel were complaining about the Giants. Daniel is not bad. He, there's no, no comparison bad. between him. He's, nah, bad. he's not that bad. Nah, he's a good. You business. said the receivers are bad. It's him. <laughs> like I'm telling you, it's him. Nah. But I'll give it. I'll give it back to Tony. I, I've already done my analysis on the Cowboys' day. <laughs> They were listen. They were nasty, man. They, they I mean, it's yeah, simple as that. Zach Wilson. Zach they were Wilson. nasty. That's they right. were. They were really nasty. Um, just so everybody knows, man. Listen, I, the audience gonna be with me too. So, um, anytime you have some analysis or, or you know, because I'm a little wild, so you might be like, "What the hell is this guy thinking?" Right. So, but that's okay. It's 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 all about having fun. Um, I'm gonna get a little different again, man. Like, uh, you know, I I see some value at the running back position, and I know maybe I can wait. I know you guys are snipers, but yeah, I like this guy too much. He's he's too undervalued, and that's that that's Mr. Algier himself in Atlanta. Now, listen, I know Bijan 
had a you know he had a nice debut. Man, he could cut on a dime. He looks unbelievable. But it's very encouraging to see you know Tyler Algier still involved, and he's almost three thousand dollars less than Bijan this week, and he still got half the targets that Bijan got, and he got more carries. So against Green Bay, the, the internal of that defense is very weak up the middle. So I could definitely see him getting the end zone at least one time and getting some good numbers right there for fifty five hundred. Nice pick. They're definitely um, playing the safe game with Bijan, and Algier is taking advantage of that. So early in the season, I think that's a great pick. All right, Joel, what do you got to follow up with that? I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and take. Uh, I'm gonna take Saquon. I'm gonna take Saquon here. Uh, obviously, I'm a Giants fan. It's not gonna homer pick though. I, I actually think the Arizona defense looked maybe not as bad as people thought. But going off the preseason, people were saying this is the worst team in the league, and I think to what we were saying before, the Cowboys looked awesome in week one. And I think yeah. it's more the Cowboys looked unstoppable than the Giants are pathetic. And so I think your Giants are going to be somewhere closer to the middle of what we saw. And this is a week you want to get right. You feed your best player against an inferior opponent. And that's what Saquon is. So at 8K, I'll take the guy that's probably going to be involved early and often. Okay. Great, great pick. I'm going to go with two guys that I wasn't really high on going into best ball or uh, season long. But I think for this week, they, they make a lot of sense due to their pricing. So I'm going to go with the first guy being Mr. Richardson for the Colts here. Dude ran the ball 10 times last week, uh, scored a touchdown. He's got no running backs behind him. He has designed runs, sets your floor a little bit higher than most you know quarterbacks here. 6,300, I need a discount here. I'm going to go up and, you know, pay in some spots. You know, I told I want to get the top three receivers. I'm playing them naked. I don't mind playing them with Pittman. But in this situation, 6,300, bad defense in Houston. I can see him rushing for 100 yards potentially in this game if he decides to break a long one like Justin Fields did the last couple years. So give me Richardson at 6,300. And then another guy that I'm not high on this year, a lot of people were going into, again, season-long best ball, Rashad White. Um, I need discounts wherever I, wherever I can get them at the running back spot. Uh, I like McCaffrey, don't get me wrong, and I do like Barkley. A um, couple other running backs I do at the high price, but you guys took the low-price guys that I got ahead of them on the cheat sheet with Walker um, and James Cook, to be honest with you. So I'm going to go with Rashad White. Good matchup, good price. Got a ton of touches. Nobody's really behind him. And Baker looked better, so maybe they score a couple points again. Mike Evans looked good, so I think they have a shot to get him in the end zone at 5,500. Pretty safe play, catch a couple passes. Pretty decent floor for 55. Nice. Let's pause just a second here, guys, before we go through. Jimmy asked this question. 2021 value QB was money last year, upper mid-tier, upper high, we'll call it mid-high. Um, it was money. He thinks it might be back to the value QB, and he wants to ask us, what do we think? And to be honest, look already. Goff 62, Anthony Richardson 63. My lineup last week had Richardson in it with 56. I know um, – I think I'm with you. I think there's just so much value in the QBs this year that I do think you can spend down. Now, will there be weeks I got to get Jalen Hurts? No doubt about it. But I, I think there's value spending down, and Joel mentioned it. I mean, what, six, seven receivers before we took a running back? What do you guys think about the QB strategy this year? Joel, I'll pass it to you. I always believe and consistently that value quarterbacks are the play 
for the reason that a quarterback, like a top tier guy can throw for 280 and two or three touchdowns. And in reality, that's not that many more points than a guy who throws for 240 and two. And the guy who throws for 240 and two, you can get for 5500 $5,000. And you and the, the difference is the running back and receiver you get for 8K is going to significantly outscore the running back or receiver you get for 5K. So that's the formula you're doing. And I'd rather load up on the stars at running back and receiver and be able to find somebody in a good matchup that will get points at quarterback. I love it. Tony, you're a value guy. You like you, you found some value last week. We're always talking about FFVPs and stuff. What do you think about that comment? Yeah, listen, I, I'm I'm a huge value guy. I, I really am. And not, I'll be honest with you, looking at what just happened this week, uh, looking at these, like I'm looking at myself. I mean, Dave, how many mock drafts did we do on series, right? Right. And how you know, you look at all, all those top guys, whether it be Josh Allen, whether it be Lamar, whether they, these guys played like absolute garbage last week. <laughs> Right. right. I mean, they just did. And then you got Tua, who nobody even talked about, goes out and just balls out, right? Your Mac Jones looked like he could actually run an offense, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, obviously that's rust, but I, I do think it, it does show now that that value is 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 there. It, and it, again, it's all about personal preference, man. It really is. It's about personal preference. But when you're playing DFS, you got to go where the value is. And I think uh, value, especially this week, like I, I think there's a ton of value uh, at the quarterback position. Jay, obviously, you see, you see it's 6,300. You, Dave, it's 6,200. And when uh, I take my guy, you'll see my value. So, I mean, I, it's, just, it's just all there, man. It's all value. I agree. Jason, I'm going to call you Team 37, you know, yeah. finishing 37th there. You took two of last week. So, obviously, yeah. it paid off. What are your thoughts on the QB position this year? Um, cheap works, going expensive works. Each week, it really it really depends on line of bills in general, too. You know, like some weeks you have the salary, some weeks you don't have the salary. And, you know, with it being DFS, like Tony said, you, you got to, you know, spread the love around. You know, even like Herbert last week. He was in that same matchup against two. It just didn't work out. You know, there's a couple of plays that somebody could got in the end zone. You just want to be yep. on the other side. You know, it just – and two would play great. You know, those passes – when you have Tyreek there, it definitely helps. But, you know, get different. My, my advice I always have to everybody is don't put all your money in one lineup. You know, I had Herbert in my single entries, and I had some Tua in my Millie Makers. And the Tua hit, and the Herbert didn't really hit. So – Spread it around a little bit more. Don't go all in on one quarterback, one player. The only person that I really hit the, the semi-lock button I had like 60%, 70% of was Tyreek last week. I yep. might do that this week with Stefan Diggs, feeling like he's the safest of the wide receivers. But anything can happen, concussions, injuries, or just bad days like Jamar Chase had last week. So, you know, stay, to, stay with the weather. Check the new notes. You know, things will shake around. Last week, something that did burn me was the Andrews news late. Like, if I don't get yep. that news – I probably don't go with as much likely and likely quarter pass on the first drive. And I don't think he quarter pass the rest of the day. It just didn't work out. And he could in the same spot go for two touchdowns this week and nobody's going to play him. So don't have that recency bias, you know, switch it up um, and, you know, build a couple of different lineups. So you don't have everything running on one quarterback or one stack, you know, because it's going to be the opposite stack. A lot of times that pans out and pays off. Love it. All good advice from all our people here. And that brings us back in the draft. Good question, Jimmy. Joel, you're up. All right. Um, with my next pick, I'm going to take the waiver wire darling of the week. Uh -oh. 15 targets. Puka uh -oh. Nakua. I mean, he's stepping into the Cooper Cup role in, in the Rams. And the fact that they, they priced him under 5K 
for a guy who had 15, I mean, 15 targets is upper echelon. That's as many as anybody's going to get. I mean, it's hard to imagine he's going to duplicate that, but if he gets 10, that's still an incredible week for a guy under 5K. So I like the volume. I like how he looked without cup. They need to pass to somebody. You're not going to be able to run the ball in the Niners. They're going to go to the air. So I think he can have a pretty productive game here. Joe, guess what? He's on the cheat sheet. <laughs> on the cheat sheet. Yeah, and I'll tell you, Puka is guy drafting some dynasty leagues coming out of BYU. You knew him, right, Joe? The, the oh, biggest yeah. problem in BYU was he was injured a lot. Um, yeah. But he didn't get to showcase drops to the sixth, seventh round, and here he is. Um, he had a great first week. So good pick. Tony, where are you going? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go receiver again, man. Um, listen, one, one thing, I'm going to go with the eye test again. And, and one thing we've always talked about, when you have a rookie quarterback, you find out in the first game who he builds a rapport with. Who's his go-to guy going to be week in and week out? And I'm going to take Michael Pittman Jr. Because, listen, the 12.1 yards per catch is low. I don't care. It's the eight catches with 11 targets. That just means Anthony Richardson is going to throw to him all day, all night. And there's nobody else. Who else is he throwing it to? Jelani Woods when he comes back? Grayson? Like, stop, right? It's, it's Michael Pittman and everybody else. So this kid is going to find him early and often. So against Houston, who they're just not ready. They're not ready. They'll get there. D'Amico will get them there. But right now, they're not ready. So give me Michael Pittman Jr. Nice, nice pick. Really like it. Um, all right. You know, I don't want to go too heavy on this one team, but I'm going to take one more pass catcher there. Um, a guy that to me coming out of the university, I were a rookie and that Detroit just decided, Hey, he's going to be their bell cow at tight end played. I think 86% of the snaps. I'll go Sam Laporta at the tight end position. I think 3,900 is really good value there, uh, for a tight end. And especially a guy that just is going to be on the field most of the time. So, um, <clears throat> I'm excited about his chances this week. And then now I got to probably, you know, steer off this game. Um, I like your pick of Barkley earlier. He was definitely on my radar. But I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. Uh, another guy, 80% of Jacobs, the snaps. On a cheat sheet. On a cheat sheet. 80%. That was my next pick. So, um, I didn't – Tony got my uh, James Cook. I'll come back with some Josh Jacobs. All right, pass it back to you, Jigsaw. I love it, man. Uh, Jay, Jay's already propped his cheat sheet up, man. I, I can call my cheat sheet one more time. My Yo, look, at, look at all these plays. Oh, my Goff God. Runner. Eight, I don't think I have ATN on there, and I don't have Laporta, but I think – and I don't have the guy I picked T. Higgins. I think everybody else probably on there. No Algier. No Algier. No Pittman. Evans no, is on yeah, there. No, nobody on my team. Nobody on Jigsaw's yeah, team. No, right? yeah, nobody I mean, on your team. Yeah. Tony, okay. you, you said you said out. You don't read my article, so obviously <laughs> none of your players would be on my cheat sheet. I'm crying. J- James James Cook, I think, is on there. So you, you must you must have snuck one in, not to I make it obvious. Be. You know. Yeah, so, I would hope, right? I would hope. Uh, listen, I, you know, I'm going to go all in now. Um, you know, I saw enough last week. I, I I don't care. You know who this team plays and. And again, I could have been wrong on one guy, and, and I made a bold statement in the preseason that said I am fading everybody on the San Francisco 49ers offense except Christian McCaffrey. Um, so, Dave, give me Christian McCaffrey. And the reason why is because Shanahan's going to run his dude into the ground. It's, it's what he's going to do, right? Mm-hmm. I was wrong on Brandon Ayuk. The dude is an absolute beast, right? Will he continue? I don't know. Will Purdy continue? All I know is Christian McCaffrey is back. 
he can stay healthy, which it looks like he's going to. Um, Shanahan's going to ride him, man. So I don't care what defense we play against. Give me him all day, all time. Love it. I mean, I I doubted him a little bit. Wrong on me. I just don't think he makes it through 18 games, 17 games, but he was great in week one. So good, good pick. Joel, you're up. All right. I'm going to grab some value here at tight end. And I'm going to take Jake Ferguson, the Cowboys tight end. Prescott said this guy's going to be a star. He threw him yep. seven times in week one. Now that game was out of hand. They didn't need to throw the ball. They didn't even have a great game. But my point is they're going to bring us the Jets. Now the Jets have their issues. But what the Jets do have is great cornerback play. The Jets are going to be able to cover the Cowboys receivers. They're going to have to throw to someone else, likely. I think this is a week where it's a really good spot for Ferguson where the Jets have a good line. They should be able to slow down the run. They should cover these receivers. The next guy up, the guy they threw to seven times last week, is the tight end in Ferguson at 3,300. Really good. I think he's special. Good pick. Um, really screwed me up with this Josh Jacobs call because he was the guy that I thought nobody's <laughs> going to take, and now I'm actually uh sweating here. I don't even know what I what I really want to do here. Um, tough spot for me, man. There's no running backs left on the board that I'm you know at all like. Eckler is questionable right now. I got screwed last week. Um, I really did, I, and I need a running back here. Um, if Aaron Jones plays. I like him a bunch, but I don't know if he's going to play. And last week I played Christian Watson and he was 6,000. So I can't go there, but I do like Jones if he plays. Um, outside of that, there's really nobody left at the running back position that makes much sense for me. Brees Hall a little bit. He looks good, but worry about that offense now. Actually, um, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. It's, it's tough here. Taking a shot. Um, P. Ryan was getting touches. But Javante still got 13, six targets. So give me Javante um, in that spot. And then this might surprise some people. Not really sure. But I'm going to go with the Jets defense. 2,700. You're going to get some sacks. I don't got all this faith in Dak. I don't think he's amazing by any means. The Giants just got spanked um, in every aspect of the game. They were never in that game. So there's no pressure on Dak. Um, I like Pollard a bunch. No, I'm not going to really target any offense against the Jets this year. Uh, they're probably going to want to run the ball a bunch too um, to maintain Zach making mistakes. I think this kid should not like throw the ball more than like 10 times a game because um, his defense is really good. So Jets D priced down for whatever reason at, at 2700 And I don't think Dallas is amazing. So I think they can hold up and get me value eight, 10 points. Hopefully a lock, and you know maybe I do a pick six, something like that, and get me some extra points at twenty seven hundred. Love it, low ownership, always a good thing. Joel, you're up. You guys are gonna laugh at this one. <laughs> what quarterback led the week is currently leading the NFL in turnovers? Uh, Josh Allen. That is correct. Yep. So we want to target him on defense. So give me the Raiders defense. That is oh. shocking. Yeah, obviously it's a joke. We don't want to target Josh Allen. That was a joke. The point is, the Raiders give it just very, very, very cheap. And especially if you're running a tournament, small tournament style, the flexibility that allows my lineup is great. I'm willing to sacrifice basically playing a high-priced defense for what I can do with the rest of my picks by putting in the cheapest defense. Okay. All right. I like it. And, you know, always got to be different. And I know Jigsaw is different. So let's see what's different about this next pick. Well, let me. Can I just say that that like literally, like I learned now 
that Joel just screwed my entire my <laughs> entire build up, right? Because I took McCaffrey, I, and and the only defense based on my build I could take was the Raiders. I thought nobody's taking the Raiders. It's not gonna take them, so he takes the freaking Raiders. So now, now I'm all, I'm completely screwed off my track here. So you talk about value. Oh my God, he just you just absolutely killed me, Joel. I'm just gonna tell you about that. That's okay. Yo, get him, get him back, Tony. Get take the Cardinals D going against it, his it, Giants it, it, that it, he it. likes. <laughs> it's all it's all about fun man like it, it is it's it, it, it's all about fun so it, you know listen it is what it is i'm just going to go right off the bat and, so i could figure it out later is and i it was between the rams and the raiders or the defense that i was going to take um you know because i'm not a big defense guy I, I i take bargain basement defenses uh you know and i look at Listen, $2,300 for the Rams. They have one guy on their team in, in, in Aaron Donald, and all he needs to do is get one sack. It may, maybe a pick, you know, something like that off a tip. You never know, So, and that'll give me my money. So give me the Rams at 2300 and I'll take a, a, a bonus tight end later. I, You know, I like it. I, I do, and I agree with the, the value bin of defenses. This week I just thought the Cowboys were a little probably – too valuable, but I agree. Usually going cheap on defenses, but talking about going cheap, and, and I don't know if you guys employ, deploy this a lot. And I think I know Joel does. I think Jason does once in a while. I'd be curious if Tony does. I'm going double tight end this week. Going Zach Ertz is my flex spot. Um, he got 10 targets last week. Oof. Um, for those you know, Arizona dreadful Cardinals. And we know if there's any like little weakness with the Giants, it's the tight end. I mean, it's the linebacker position. So I on, on the defensive side, good defensive front, got a little better in the secondary, investing that in the draft. Linebacker's still a little poor. I think Ertz can get a handful of targets again. So I think 3,500 there is a good number um, for Zach Ertz. I mean, how long is he going to play this year? Who knows? I think he gets traded. But um, he's got to show up to get traded, right? True. Um, all right. So this one is where it gets a little tricky for me. Um, you know, I love the Zay Flowers pick that you guys talked about earlier. Um, Puka was the one that was on my radar because I got to start thinking about value here and a couple and, and the Niners are one team that admittedly struggles a little bit in the defensive secondary because they're so good against uh, the run so I'm going to go 2-2 two, two Atwell I'm going to bring him back to the team he did well last week why not 4700 leaves me close to 6 for the next wide receiver so I like it I'll bring it back to Tony are, are we going to hear he, he's on the cheat sheet from Jason <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. You know what I mean? I'll post uh, it again. Now Jason's gonna like this one, man. You know, I, I did I did this for Jason, man. You know, he got a lot of hate, and that's okay. And he's always gonna be my boy. So I'm gonna take Baker Mayfield this week at 51 100. <laughs> Listen, man, at, at the end of the day, I watched a Chicago defense that looked like they couldn't stop me. And that's not saying much, right? Like, I, listen, no disrespect to Jordan Love, but I think I might have been able to throw a touchdown in that game against that defense. I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing it out there. So I'm not sold. And, and, and I think that Baker found, you know, a little something, a little energy. And listen, we're talking about 5,100, right? Like, it's all about value. All I need him to do, all I need him to do, if if he throws for a buck 40 and a couple TDs, I'm good. Like, I, I made my money on 5,100. So, um, I, I'm going to tag him up, obviously, with Evans. That was the uh, that was my whole build right there. I was going to go – I was either going to go Metcalf 
and I was going to go Gino or I was going to go Evans and Mayfield. And, you know, I wound up taking McCaffrey at the end to, to bump me back to Mayfield. So uh, give me Baker. Yeah, I like. I thought you were going Gino early when you went Metcalf, so I, yeah. I backed off on with the Lions combo because I was like, oh, I can't get Metcalf now. Um, nice yep. pick. Uh, to to JD's point, he always had zero yak, Zach Ertz, but I actually had him for six for twenty one. <laughs> fall down, three. fall down. Yeah, I had him six for twenty one, eight point one. If you get eight points at a thirty five hundred, um, you know it's not bad. It's not going to win a GPP probably, but it's going to be enough in this uh, scenario, hopefully. But Joel, two more left. Decent amount of salary, 11-5. What are you thinking? So I'll be honest with you guys. There was two different ways I was going to go with these last two picks. I was waiting to see how it played out. It's if you forced me in one direction. You didn't. So who I'm not going to take, who I'm not going to take is Daniel Jones. He was really someone I was considering, and I like him. That's why I wanted to mention him because he ran the ball a lot. To get a quarterback that runs that much at this price against a bad defense, I think there's value there. Uh, But the way it broke out, I'm going to go the other way. So for the first pick here – I'm going to start with Nico Collins. Uh, Nico Collins is the number one receiver in Houston. He had 11 targets last week. This guy should not be under 5K. I think he's mispriced. He's their guy. He's going to get thrown to a lot. This should be a higher scoring game with a great environment. I think he's going under the radar. He's on my – he's absolutely on my cheat sheet. I didn't put it out there yet, but Nico is on my cheat sheet. So, Jay, let's wrap and give you your last two picks. These guys aren't on my cheat sheet. You guys fucked me over too many times. I had to go off the cheat sheet. So I'm like in the weirdest spot that I think right now. So like I have 10-5 left for a tight end and a flex spot. The guy I wanted at tight end um, would would have been somebody on the cheat sheet. Would have been either Musgrave at, at 3,200. Um, I don't mind Kincaid at 3,300 as well. But you guys took some of the picks I, I did want, which earlier, which couldn't put me in a spot to go get like anybody in flex. Now, if I go with like a thirty-two hundred dollar guy, all the guys that I wanted to go originally, Ridley would have fit, Jacobs would have fit, Allen would have fit, Metcalf, ATN. You guys got all those guys in that spot, and then the sixty-seven hundred dollar range, Hopkins questionable, Aaron Jones questionable. So I'd have to like drop down to Joe Mixon, which I really don't want. So I had to just do something really funky, really weird, because I couldn't afford uh, – I could have afforded Garrett Wilson against Dallas, but, you know, his quarterback, um, Pollard versus the Jets, didn't want to go there. So I just forced in Derrick Henry. I don't like the play at all. Uh, maybe if Hopkins is out, you know, he gets a little bit more run. And then I had to get a 3K guy. So, again, full disclosure, don't like both these picks, but you guys made me do it. And I went with Troutman. Um, Dolchich is out a bunch, uh, maybe three weeks, maybe four weeks, maybe more. We don't really know. Chapman's more of a blocking back, but he still caught five passes on five targets for 34 yards. He's 3K. Um, it fit the lineup. If he gets me five points, I'm cool. If he gets me eight points, I'm, I'm happy. Anything over 10, I'm ecstatic. Um, Henry, I don't know he hits value. He needs to have like a, a big Derrick Henry game. And I just don't see Tennessee moving the ball too much. Um, but – you know, we didn't really get them exposed too much last week. Um, the Chargers just got blown out through the air with Tyreek. So, if anybody can do it, I think it's Henry. It's not like the Chargers are unstoppable. Um, so, hopefully he falls in the end zone two or three times. But I like Jacobs a lot more at the discount of 7,100. I'm paying down and running back for sure. If I'm paying up, I'm going to Saquon um, or maybe McCaffrey. But I like the James Cook. I like Walker. I like Rashad White. 
and Etienne and Jacobs were all guys that I have way ahead of Henry. I will say this. Adam Troutman was not on my radar. This is why we do these shows. Everybody has a different way of doing it and different analysis, different angles. Great pick, and it's going to give our viewers a, a definitely a new name to throw in their tight end pool. So I like it, and great analysis on the Greg Dulkich thing because um, in the end, he was a big target, and he's going to be out. So I, I like it. I think that's that's someone i got to start circling. Speaking of circling, you got 6,700 left for your QB, Joel. Who are you circling? It's pretty obvious here. It's an easy pairing with my first pick uh, in the game of the week, which we started the show off by talking about, and that's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it should be a great spot, a high-scoring environment. Um, it's a perfect – you know, the fact that he fell to me with my last pick was kind of perfect for my draft, so I like the way this wrapped up here for me. Yeah. Now, yeah, way to use all your money, and that game, somehow I didn't get too much into, but you did, so good job. Jigsaw, what do you got to close out your tight end at 2,600? Uh, you know, it's funny. I do a obviously uh, do a diamond in the rough every week. And this guy was my diamond in the rough. Uh, I honestly, and, and Jay's already, I know this guy is not on Jay's cheat sheet. Guarantee. I don't I, watch I, your videos, so right. I well, wouldn't, well, well, I wouldn't well, know well, who your diamond in the rough is. Just, just so listen, listen. Just so everybody knows, real fast, when I do these diamonds in the rough, okay, they are just completely out of left field. It's not because of stats. It's not a big. So I'll give you why I'm taking him. So the pick is going to be Bryson Hopkins, okay? And the reason why, okay, I am taking him, he's backup tight end for the for the Los Angeles Rams. Now, Sean McVay, I'm, I'm a big fan of when it comes to, you know, an offensive mastermind. When he goes up against another offensive mastermind, right, in Kyle Shanahan, he wants to get different. Right, they're going to pull out all the stops in this game to try to pull the checkmate on each other, and one of those checkmates is probably going to be a wishbone style offense down the goal line. Could be three tight ends, could be two tight ends, and all I need, okay, is a fire move kind of touchdown in the end zone like Pittsburgh last week, okay, and, and get that with Bryson Hopkins. And 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 again, it's he only had two catches for twenty one yards last week, so I'm not going by stats. I'm going by that alone that Mr. McVay is going to pull some trick plays out of his sleeve in this kind of game going up against another guy that he highly respects and knows he has to play chess with. So give me Bryson Hopkins at 2,600. You know, I just said it with Jay. You're you're throwing some players in the pool that really could break a GPP slate, right? I mean, so, I mean, I was like Jason last week. I did buy into the late Isaiah Likely Kind of bit, and it probably hurt me a little bit in, in a few of my lines for cash well. But I mean, those three points weren't where I wanted to be. So, um, if that could hit, that's a that's a huge, huge play. Love it, love the different angle. I'm gonna close out with Joel. I'm gonna go similar to where you were with Keenan Allen. The Titans are pathetic in the past defensive game last year, 32nd, this year, already 31st. Like, it's bad. Tyreek Hill could have gone for 400 if they really wanted to. Like, I mean, they're just lost back there. Give me Mike Williams to close it out for me. He got banged up a little bit last game, um, but I think he'll be back in full strength this. I'm going to leave 200 on the on the platter here, but Mike Williams, I still believe, is the Chargers' number one receiver and has a juicy, juicy matchup against the Titans. And I'll pass it to you, Tone, for some final thoughts here on what we just did. Man, I'll tell you what. You know, I, I – First week was really new for me, getting used to this concept and trying to figure out how it all worked. Uh, this week, 
I'm learning again, right? I'm learning again. Like, you know, I, I would never have thought that Joel would have took the Raiders defense, right? At 20, I'm thinking there's no way he's thinking about something like that. And that's what's great about this. It's fun. And like you said, the, the, the great style of this, and, and, and just so everybody's listening, I know we've had a we've had a study of about between 20 to 30 people live watching uh, at a time. And I know not everybody's commenting, but, you know, take a lot of the stuff that we're saying, not just for your DFS plays, but also so some of your prop bets as well. We do a lot uh, of betting talk over on the Wind Daily side. Uh, we have a lot of staff picks. We do a lot of props. I know um, I, I'm loving when we do the props, especially from a touchdown perspective. So take a lot of these things we talk about because you're looking at and not not listen. I'll be honest with you. I, I am low on the total pole when it comes to these three guys. So, you know, these guys are consistently hammering these statistics out, right? So listen to what they say, man. Dive into those analytics because they know what we're talking about. And last thing I'll say, Dave, is like I said, listen, I would never question Joel about what the Giants are doing. That's why people shouldn't question what people's home. They, they know they follow. Joel follows that team. Why would you? So, you know, he's giving you. It's not bias. It, it's giving you credibility. So uh, make sure, listen, when they're hometown teams, Follow what they say, man. They probably have some credibility behind them. So, Joel, what do you think about, Ian, Tony, great points. What do you think about what you saw tonight so far? I know you're a veteran of PGA DraftCast that does so many good things for the Win Daily Sports family. And now with this NFL DraftCast growing in numbers, what did you think about tonight's draft? And any comments on the probably slate this week? I had a lot of fun with you guys tonight. I think uh, I like the con. Obviously, I like the concept. Um, but I had a lot of fun with you guys going through this draft, looking at the teams here. Um, I got news for you. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have fun watching, but I'm I'm gonna go on on record right now and guarantee victory. It's a guarantee. Guarantee. Looking at your roster, there's no way I'm losing. Wow. Let me see your lineup. Your lineup what? is pretty clean, Joe. Your lineup is clean. Um, Lauren's good. You got the Ridley, Puka, Keenan. It's it's a very, 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 very clean lineup. Raiders, you know, if they don't go negative for you, you, you got a really solid team, man. I'm not going to disrespect that team. The team's legit, man. So as long as you beat Dave, I'm happy. As long as Dave doesn't win, we're all winners <laughs> here. So, like, Dave's, Dave can't win two times in a row. Somebody else got to check his math after this week, too. Um, it's there. Teams are it's solid. It's a Google sheet what I, you can share. You can yeah, share. What, I would also, what I would also suggest, too, as far as, like, just as far as, like, builds go, um, Joel enters a bunch of, you know, tournament lineups, multi-enters. Um, when I got the time and I'm not, you know, fixing things on the site and working on content and everything else, entering a bunch of lineups, too. Um, if someone took a screenshot of this entire board, um, maybe added a couple people you like, add 10 people, maybe remove five people or 10 people, whatever it is. You lock in like a 40-person player pool. You go on the optimizer, and then you just start playing with, you know, some of the rules, get your stacks right, uh, get the ownership right. You're going to have some winning lineups in there. Like this, you know, locking in on a player pool is a first step in really, you know, jumping into stacking and jumping into making more than one lineup. Um, the lineup that won – you know, or finish in 37th place, I would highly doubt I did too much hand building on that. You know, it was, I, I reset it, reset it, build like seven times, eight times through a lot of optimizer. And then from there, you know, do some adjustments, you know, on the fly. When news drops on Sunday, you do it. But locking it on a player pool is the best way to go. And then using the tools, you know, Stix's projections are great. His article is great. 
you know, add a couple people in there that we might have missed. News will drop from today, Wednesday at 9.30 or 10 o'clock, you know, versus Saturday. We're, we're going to be on series on Saturday, eight, 6 to 8. So, like, check out that show. Check out the other shows we put up on our YouTube show. Um, everybody's doing great content. Use the tools. Use the cheat sheets. Um, Eagles probably win tomorrow. I don't, I don't know what the line is, but I bet them last week. Dave's putting bets up pretty much every single day on Win Daily Baseball. Um, and football, a lot more stuff are coming. Player prop models are coming back to the side as well. So take advantage of all the tools. But, like, if you're trying to multi-enter, build a player pool. Start it, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. Add, subtract by Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then hit that optimizer button on Sunday morning or Saturday night. I'll add to that. I think it's really good advice. And one thing I'll add is the biggest mistake I see people make in DFS is they build the lineup. There's one spot left. And they just pick whatever they can fit into that last spot, even if they don't like the guy, which will ruin your lineup. So you build your player pool first. And if you can't fit one of the guys in your player pool in the last step, that means you got to change somebody else. Don't let your weakest player ruin your lineup. I, I right. totally agree, Joel. I left 200 on the table tonight, which isn't much. But I've left 500. I've left 1,000. You have to sometimes. It's your player pool. I'll, I'll close with this and then pass it to Tony for closing remarks. This was cool tonight because if you looked at it, Joel really took that advantage of going into the Jacksonville KC game, 51 total points, the highest point total on the board. I went in and I, I went Seattle and Detroit because once I saw that starting to get moved, 40, 48, 49, one of the highest totals on board. Tony also dove in there. And then Jason went and did a mix. And that Vegas Bills game could be really big uh, for a lot of people. So, But when I look at Jason's line, very diverse, right? It's spread out between all those different uh, games that could be high scoring. So um, get interesting, right? You got to be able to mix in the high games, look at the totals on the board, but in the same time, you know, Baker Mayfield, a game that's 40 and a half total points, but we know Chicago's defense is terrible. A guy at 5,100 needs to get him 15 to 20 points and he pays off. So um, there's ways to look at it, ways to go. And I think everybody took a different angle, but I think all these players – are valuable tonight. So with that, Tony, what do you got to close us out? Yeah, man, listen, you, you guys just gave everybody an encyclopedia for DFS, right? So, which is, uh, which is amazing. And that's why we do what we do to give everybody an education to help people. It's not, listen, it's not just always about the win. It's about, you know, winning confidence. It's not just about winning money, right? So think about that. Like, you know, we, we have had so many, players and, and i've been with that win daily for a couple of years and and this is obviously jason's baby and joel's been around longer than i have but you know i've seen players in our discord that are brand new asking very green questions they might not always win right they might win a couple dollars here a couple dollars there but they're building the confidence so they're winning in confidence they're not just winning money and that's what I want everybody to understand. It's not always about these screenshots of thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. What it is is about winning confidence, being able to go and, and just what these guys did, go into a lobby, pick out the contest that you want to play because you know where you want to go. Get your player pool correct. Understand, you know, the over and unders. What are going to be the games in a week? What are going to be featured? Look at the weather. Like, you know, look at certain things like – Thursday night, tomorrow night. Listen, we have our starting safety out for Philadelphia, our starting corner out in James Bradbury. So, again, you're going to have guys like Terrell Edmonds playing. You're going to have, you know, a, an underrated corner co covering guys like K.J. Osborne and guys like Jordan Addison, who was very active in the red zone. So, you have to look at those things and listen. 
And I'm just telling you, listen and take the advice. That's all. We're here for advice, and we're also here for some fun. So uh, content every single day. We have a brand new website, windailysports.com, and you got to check it out. It's unbelievable. I, you know, obviously I'm biased, right? We're all biased because we're part of this family. But I can tell you that, you know, compared to the product that we had, to what we've enhanced, to what we're doing right now is second to none, and it's just going to continue to get better. I, I want to give a quick shout-out to everybody uh, on the team. You know, I took a back seat over probably like last five to six days. Uh, COVID hit me really hard. Um, I just finally got my first negative test as of two hours ago, uh, which is good. But I'll tell you what, man, it kicked my ass. Um, you know, Jason helped me out. Dave helped me out. Uh, a lot of the guys, you know, JT, shout out to JT. Uh, if you don't know JT, JT's hit list does all our, uh, a lot of our UF, UFC content. Um, you know, hooked me up, did a lot of different things for me behind the scenes that nobody really knows about. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to everybody for, you know, taking care of that aspect. We are family. That means the audience and the members as well. So uh, like I do like to say, as always, for Jason, uh, for Joel, for Dave. Tom, one last thing. Tom, one go last ahead, thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there's a cheat sheet on the site. You guys heard about it yet? The cheat sheet? That's definitely on the site. It's, it's, it's actually put a cheat sheet with your boy. You told, you told me how to use Canvas. I put Jalen Hurts on the cover of the cheat sheet. So we got showdown cheat sheets and we got a bunch more. So Tom, kick us out of here. Jason, Jason's learned Canva, man. It's scary. It's dangerous. Jason's learned Canva. He's like Russell Wilson. Listen, listen, you guys have no idea. My phone blows up. 16 hours a day. I can just imagine the images I'm going to get now on my phone from Canva. Uh, but nah, listen, man, it's all fun. We're having some fun here. But uh, again, like we like to always say, man, everybody, as always, stay safe, uh, stay healthy, and keep it locked right here. Like, subscribe, follow the channel, and make sure you're signed up at uh, windailysports.com. And we'll catch you here next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.